Welcome to the Design Doctor Podcast, where we talk about how to decorate, remodel, or build a home without losing your mind. I'm your host, Krisha Palmer, physician turned interior designer and life coach. So come on in and have a seat. Let's talk. Hey friends, welcome to the podcast. We are talking today about where to splurge and where you can save. I know a lot of you have been requesting this topic, so we're going to dive into it in today's episode. So when it comes to decorating your home, what should you splurge on and where can you save? So we all have budgets that are different, right? And they're dependent on many factors. Income is one, of course, but many times it has more to do with our values and our priorities. So two families might be in the exact same financial situation and have similar incomes, but one might prioritize travel and maybe the other prioritizes investing in real estate. And then another family might prioritize creating a luxurious space to live in. So there's no right or wrong to all of this. It's just different values, different priorities. So today on the podcast, we're going to talk about what I would splurge on or recommend splurging on. There's two things that I would never skimp on. We're going to talk about the importance of using a mix of high and low. If you're on um, a strict budget, instead of purchasing all kind of mid range and why, why that really does have a lot to do with the final outcome and how your space is going to look and feel. And then number three, I'm going to tell you some of my kind of insider tricks that I've developed on where you can save and still get a really custom designer look. So let's just start by defining splurging and saving. Because even though those seem like, you know, oh, we know what that means, they're really pretty subjective and splurging to one person might be different than splurging for another person. So splurge seems to imply that we're being frivolous, right? Or spending unnecessarily. But that is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about investing. Okay, so I like to think about it in terms of more of I'm investing more in this and it's an intentional decision. It's not a frivolous decision. It's not an unnecessary decision. I'm investing according to my values and priorities. So that's how I think about splurging. And instead of saving, I like to think of it as diverting it to my other priorities. So if I am in a family and we really want to spend most of our money on travel and um, we want to limit our budget when it comes to our remodel or decorating, totally fine. I'm just diverting that, that money to focus on travel, which is my priority. So no matter how much money you have, this is a really relevant topic. It would be nice if we could just invest on everything or splurge on everything, but we all have budgets and we want to be wise in how we spend our money. So let's dive in first, what I would splurge on, the two things I would never skimp on, okay? And I made this easy because it's, they both start with an S. It's where you sit and where you sleep, okay? And that's because comfort is paramount. Without comfort, there is no luxury, okay? So part of luxury, part of that luxurious experience is comfort. So invest in where you sit and where you sleep. So what does that mean exactly? Well, where we sit, that would include sofas, 
chairs, especially the ones that we're using frequently. We all have that accent chair here or there that no one really uses. That might be a little bit different, but the main seating that you have in your home, living room sofas, chairs, dining chairs, if you're using them really frequently, and especially in your, say, breakfast area or wherever you're sitting to eat the most, you want those chairs to be super comfortable. Bar stools, counter stools, desk chairs. All of these are places where we sit and they need to be good quality and comfortable. So I would always invest in those pieces. A lot of us have a hard time with this too because uh, it's not really common to walk into a furniture store and to be able to sit on a sofa or a chair. Most of us are buying things online. So we're left in a situation where we're like, well, how do I know? Well, I actually just recently created a step-by-step video guide called How to Choose a Sofa with No Regrets. You can find that on my website, housecallsforphysicians.com. And in that guide, I take you through exactly what to look for and how to choose a sofa that's going to be durable and comfortable and within your budget that you will not regret. So check that out if you're in the market for a sofa. The other place where I would invest is where you sleep. So that includes your bed, your mattress, and your bedding. I mean, we all know how important sleep is. So I always recommend investing in the best quality bed, mattress, and bedding that you're able to. So if we decide to invest in where we sit and where we sleep, that leaves a lot that we could potentially save on, or as I said before, divert that money to our other priorities. So these are things like dining tables, coffee tables, end tables, area rugs, drapery, lighting, desks, console tables, cabinets, decorative pillows, accessories, and wall art. Okay, so that's what we have left. So can you save on all of this? I wouldn't recommend saving on all of it, and here's why. When you buy almost all of your items in a particular room at a um, very mid-range quality level, it doesn't look or feel as luxe as if you have a blend of high, high quality, medium, and low. All right, so it just kind of gives a flat look. Everything's just sort of meh. But if you invest in a few pieces and then save on a few other pieces that aren't as important, you're gonna get more of that luxurious feel. So you want to have a range, especially if you have um, really invested in where you sit and where you sleep for all the list of different furnishings that I just listed off you're going to want to save on some of those kind of do mid-range quality for others and maybe splurge on a few others so that you've got this mix of high medium low so the items that you choose to spend more money on is going to depend on what your design for the room is your preferences, and your priorities. And it may even be different for different rooms in your home. So in one room, you might choose to splurge on a coffee table because you need one that's really large with storage. But let's say in your formal living area where the coffee table isn't used as much, you might decide, decide to save on that particular coffee table. It also depends on the style you're looking for. For example, if I want a really unique pattern or color in my drapery, that's going to be really hard to find in a ready-made panel that fits my windows. So if that's what I'm looking for, if that's what my design calls for, 
I might decide to invest more and get custom drapery. On the other hand, if my design just calls for a very simple, solid color drapery, there are many um, decent quality ready-made drapes that are available, so that might be a spot where you could potentially save. Just make sure that you're using that mix of high, low, medium items to create the most layered look. So it's really up to you, your, the design itself and your priorities as far as what, what items you save on. So invest in where you sit and where you sleep, and then it comes down to kind of choosing what's most important to you. So a lot of people ask me, is there anything I can kind of always save on? What are the best things to save on? And I do have a few suggestions for that. So I think that it's probably easiest to save on accessories and small accent tables. And when it comes to accessories, you really have to know what to look for. Accessories can be very inexpensive and look great. They can also cost just as much as a small piece of furniture. So you can't just go out and just buy anything and expect it to really add something to the space. But you can find amazing accessories for a very reasonable price if you know what to look for. So what do you look for? I'll look for accessories that are large. So most of what you see out just when you go to different stores, depending on what stores they are, but a lot of them are really small. So if you follow me on Facebook or if you've heard me talk about this, I'm like a big proponent of using fewer but larger accessories rather than a whole bunch of little things. So let's just say you're going making that trip to Home Goods. You can find, I've actually found really big, large-scale ginger jars, large, tall vases, large bowls. You want to look for large and classic, okay? You, of course, you that's individualized. It's subjective. You want something that resonates with you. But for the most part, I think that if you walk into Home Goods and you're kind of seeing the same accessory over and over and over, I would probably stay away from that because... That's something that a lot of other people are probably going to have in their home. You want to look for things that are unique or that just really stand out and resonate with you that you like. The other thing that you can save on are small accent tables. I've seen many really unique, great looking smaller tables for very reasonable prices. So that's something you could definitely consider saving on. The other thing, I hate saying like save on wall art because art is very important. It's also very personal and subjective and I love using original art. So I'm not talking about just buying something cheap that um, looks like it, you know, is in a hotel or anything. But what I'm saying is there are lots of great local artists, artists that are really trying to sell their work. So don't underestimate like reaching out to local artists in your areas, supporting them, having their pieces framed. That is something, you know, rather than maybe going to the gallery and buying the five or $10,000 piece, that's a good um, way to incorporate original art on a budget. Okay, so we've talked about where to splurge, where you sit and where you sleep. We've talked about some kind of good categories of furnishings that you really can save on, and that's accessories and small accent tables. What about the rest? 
Well, once again, it depends on your design and your priorities, but I'm going to go through some of these categories and tell you my thoughts on kind of where you can splurge and where you can save. So let's talk about lighting. So I think that really inexpensive, cheaper lighting is very noticeable. Uh, it's very, you can tell the weight if you hold them, the weight of something really nice. A table lamp is heavier, and I think that you can tell the difference in the finish. One thing, if you choose lighting that's more sort of mid to lower level, that's fine, but make sure the scale is correct. Because just having the right scaled lighting will make it look a hundred times better. So make sure that the lamp is tall enough, that the chandelier is big enough, for table lamps, I prefer lamps that are at least 30 inches tall or taller. I definitely never use anything that's under 28 inches. One of the biggest mistakes that I see is using lamps that are too short and too small. So even if you're using, say, you're saving on a lamp and you're getting a deal on it, or you're using kind of a mid-range, make sure that it's big enough. Make sure that your chandeliers are big enough. An easy equation that you can use to calculate what size chandelier you need for the space is take the length and the width of your room. So if I have a room that's, let's just say, eight by eight, eight by eight feet by eight feet, I add those together. So that's 16. And I'm going to, instead of 16 feet, that's 16 inches. So that's the diameter of chandelier that I need to go in that space. And it's okay to go a little bit bigger, a few inches bigger. I wouldn't go smaller. I always err on the side of choosing a little bit larger. So an eight by eight foot room would need approximately a 16 inch chandelier. You can also take a simple solid lamp and use a custom shade. So this is one way to take like a, if you saved on a lamp, you know it's tall enough, but you can use a custom shade. Uh, shades can be covered in fabric or wrapped in a trim. Those are like some really easy ways to bring a really high-end custom touch to something that you've saved on that'll automatically elevate it to the next level. Let's talk about drapery. So once again, if you are just needing a simple solid, there are some great ready-made drapes out there that you can save on. You just wanna make sure that they're gonna be the right length and you wanna make sure that they're lined. And if possible, um, see, make sure that they're pleated. A lot of the ones that are ready-made and sold aren't pleated, but you can find ones that are. The reason I think having some type of pleating in the header of that drapery is important is it really helps them hang well. Have you ever seen drapes that they just don't hang right? They, they look messy or they get like one part's bunched and the other part straight and it, it, it's something that drives me crazy, but when drapes are pleated, they hang very uniformly and nicely. So if possible, look for ready-made drapes that are pleated. You can actually up-level these ready-made drapes if they're not pleated, and let's just say it's the perfect color fabric and they're lined and they look nice. You can actually take them to a local seamstress or a local fabric store and they can add those pleats at the top for you and it's not in crazy expensive. So you've already kind of elevated your ready-made drape that you saved on and giving it a custom look. The other thing that you can do to elevate the ready-made drape is to add a custom trim. So you can find tape trims on uh, websites like decoratorsbest.com and you can actually 
add trim, let's just, you can do it lots of different ways, but one example would be to add trim to the leading edge of your drapery and a local seamstress can sew that on. And all of a sudden you have what looks like a fully customized window treatment. Okay, last let's move on to tables and cabinets. So I recommend investing more in dining tables and coffee tables compared to side and console tables. And that's just because dining tables, you're actually eating on them. And coffee tables, you know, they're right there. They get lots of wear. You're using them often. Whereas a side table or a console table, you're just not using that as much. Um, And so if you have to choose between one or the other, I would invest more in dining and coffee tables than I would in side and console tables. Storage cabinets also, I would probably try to invest a little bit more in if possible, just because you want good quality and we all need storage. So that's the scoop on just my recommendations of where you can splurge and where you can save. I kind of think about it like, you know, wearing the Target dress with the Gucci belt I mean, that's pretty cool, right? And it can be the same when you're on a budget and you need to splurge on a few things and save on the rest. As long as you're you're using that mix of high, medium, low, then you can create an amazing look for yourself. That wraps up today's podcast. Hope you have a great week and I'll see you next week. If you're a woman physician who loves all things design and decorating, Be sure to check out my private Facebook group, House Calls for Physicians, or you can visit my website at www.housecallsforphysicians.com.